you know, I was a shopper when we first got together, and I know that's what he was saying about exposing me. <laughs> <laughs> I was a shopper. It was so bad that I would not, if I had to purchase one thing from the mall, I I just would not go. I felt I really Hold felt. On, pause real quick because I got I have to tell this. So when we first got together, mind you, y'all, you know we was like twenty three years old, and she would say, "I remember the first time I went to the mall." And she was like, "Oh, I just can't. I can't just get one thing." And I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> she was like, "I just can't get one thing out of the mall. I got to get like more than one thing." So, I'm not going to lie, y'all. You know, at that time, you know, we just, we dating. It's like been a couple of months. I thought it was cute. You know, I was like, oh, ha, 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 that's cute. <laughs> so, <laughs> fast forward a couple of years from there. And like, you know, she's like, why? Well, I, I can't just get one. You definitely could get one thing. You're listening to the Own Your Keys podcast. Where we give you tools to own your keys. Not just any keys. Your keys to life. We're talking about copreneurship, finances, real estate, business, balance, and all things in between. We have Jay, the executor, and Mink, the visionary. Two different personalities, but one common goal. And together, they're teaching people how to master money, marriage, and magnitude. What's up, what's up, what's up, good people? You are now tuned in to the On Your Keys podcast episode number five. I'm your host, Mink, and we have my co-host right beside me. Jay Day. What's up, y'all? We are so excited. Another day to bring you guys some of that good, good, good. Go day. <laughs> <laughs> so what's up, babe? What's good? What's good? What's good, man? So what we got today? What we got? Well, today we're gonna be talking about the financial personality of your partner. Ooh, ooh. That's a good topic, huh? Financial personality. How you came up with that? You know, your girl just always, you know, every day just sticking and moving, trying to get better. You know what I'm saying? You know what I'm saying? (laughs) (laughs) But yes, y'all, everyone has a money personality. Um, That's your financial personality. And pretty much what it is, is it's the way that you spend money. You know, you might be a saver, you might be a spender, you may be a shopper, you know, you may mm. be the... I know what your financial personality is. You don't. I'm not gonna, I ain't going to expose you. You can't expose me, baby. I am, I am like, I am like, you know, the little pieces of, um, the little piece of transparency paper that used to put that they used to put on a projector. Yeah. That's what I am. Oh. <laughs> yes, don't play with you me. You got me beat. <laughs> but yeah, so like I was saying you all, everyone does have a money personality. Right. And so so basically like you know and since everybody does have a financial personality and when it comes to your partner, your significant other, and understanding what what their financial person uh, financial personality is before you make that big move, 
you know, before you step into that that field of of dating or you know long term dating or yeah. marriage or yeah. you know, it's like that's something that that's not always a topic of discussion when you're going through courtship. You know, you're not really like asking your asking the person that you're dating what's your credit score. Are you are do you have the capacity to buy a house? Yeah. If we move forward, do you have the capacity to you know sustain for six months if you don't have a job? You know, people not really having those kind of conversations. You know, like, how do you, do you have, like, you know, reserves in your bank account? Right, right, right. And that's, that's good. But, you know, in this day and age that we live in, social media, you know, people are meeting each other on social media. Um, People are courting and having courtship through text, through long distance relationships. And also people are scammers. You know, that's a, that's a big thing. So, you know, when you're meeting someone, you know, nowadays, I think that having those kind of conversations can pose a problem, um, especially if you're dealing with a scammer. Right. You know, and I'm not being funny. I'm actually being really, really serious. You know, um, if someone was to ask me, like, well, what's your credit score? You know what I'm saying? Or, what? Well, you know, do you have the capacity to purchase a home? That may be... You mean like they have some people that can actually... That may be an arterial motive for that person. You see what I'm saying? Right. So then it's like, is this person... And are they just going to use me as a pawn and try to ride my coattail? You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And But they're going to court me and make me fall in love with them and so on and so forth. But the whole time it's because they have an arterial motive. Mm-hmm. You know, and I know that that's probably something that a lot of like celebrities deal with. But you will be surprised how many people actually deal with things like that. Yeah, you just went deep with it. Yeah, yeah, I did, huh? You really did. I, but so so yeah. while you were while, <laughs> <laughs> no, but while you were saying that, that's the first thing that came to my head. You know, is I'm thinking, I'm like, well, I'm like, there's so many scammers out here now. Like people, you know, and 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 you guys, y'all know that I am not lying. You know, it's a lot of things that you have to be protective over yourself of. Right. But I guess it goes back to like you said, the long term right. court. You know, right. to so, where you, you know, know it's not like the. 90 um, yeah we're not we yeah. not so because i mean me and you both know that people can be together for years mm-hmm. just like people are together for multiple years you know you know still living together and they they don't they get, and they don't they get, get married. married yeah or they've been engaged for five years and you know they haven't yeah got married. so you're so, talking about those so I'm saying like people will be together for very long terms mm-hmm. but they don't understand each other's financial personality right or even know if the other party has a capability to do such or even if the other party even has the mindset or the or the aspirations to be at a certain financial place right yeah and it kind of goes back to the conversation we had um the other day about being about being unequally yoked you know you have a lot of times you might have two people in a relationship and one person is just handling all of the finances. The other yeah. person don't even know anything that's going on about that person's uh, finances. So they can they they could be in a situation to where they losing money, they getting money back again, they spending money like this. And a lot of times it happens more. A lot of times on the male side, where the where the woman is more comfortable, as long as she know that 
She got her bill, the bills paid, the lights on. She probably don't even know that her man just lost 10 grand last month. Yeah. You know or they have saying? gambling problems. That's something that we actually talk on a little bit in the Emotionally Together and Financially Apart um, book. And if you will be available um, on October the 30th. So we will definitely be plugging it all month long. But yes, Emotionally Together and Financially Apart, we do, like I said, um, briefly speak on that in... Um, in that book but um you're absolutely correct about that and i think that you know going back swinging it to what we were saying about about that you know i was a shopper when we first got together and i know that's what he was saying about exposing me (laughs) (laughs) i was a shopper it was so bad that i would not if i had to purchase one thing from the mall i I just would not go. I felt I really Hold felt. On, pause real quick because I gotta. I have to tell this. So when we first got together, mind you, y'all, you know we was like twenty three years old, and she would say, "I remember the first time I went to the mall, and she was like, oh, I just can't. I can't just get one thing.'" And I was like, "What do you mean?" <laughs> she was like, "I just can't get one thing out of the mall. I got to get like more than one thing." So, I'm not going to lie, y'all. You know, at that time, you know, we just, we dating. It's like been a couple of months. I thought it was cute. You know, I was like, oh, ha, 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 that's cute. <laughs> so, <laughs> fast forward a couple of years from there. And like, you know, she's like, why? I can't just get one. You definitely could get one thing. But did you ever just make me get one thing? That's not the point. Oh, okay. That's not the point. The point is, <laughs> the point is that, you know, you know, fellas, some of them traits that you that you may see that look cute in the beginning. Yeah. They ain't gonna stay cute, bruh. <laughs> I give no pushback <laughs> on that. I give none at all because I can honestly say that going into, you know, um our business, this 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 is something that definitely trickled down into our business. You know, you know, mm-hmm. you, you guys know how much money that Jay and I made from um our business we talked about that but that was one of the reasons why that we could not stay afloat was because of those bad traits that him and I both had which right. you guys know that we we talked about that so that's the reason why you know it's important and it's so vital to know the financial personality of your partner especially like Jay said for long-term reasons because when you're financial planning which that's what most successful couples do when you're when you're copreneurs when you are even 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 just like he said preparing to get married that is what keeps your that's what keeps the success of the marriage um successful you know just to be yeah. you know just to be blunt about it is because we have because the first the transparency is there right. you know um well i should say this i should actually say first the communication is there yeah. because you have to you have to be to able be to com- yes have to you have to be exactly thank right. you so much but yes so the communication is there the transparency is there and when you can be transparent about your spending habits when you can be transparent about you know, the things that, you know, you are not so comfortable with, especially with someone that... The things that make you feel naked. Oh, yeah. You know, the things good. that make you feel undressed. And, you know, so it's like people just automatically think that because that's your significant other that you don't feel, you know, a little bashful, a little undressed when you have to say things that or tell things that are not... That you might not be all, always proud of, you know, so... Do no, you feel like... 
Oh, you can go ahead. No, go ahead. I was gonna say, do you feel like men struggle with that vulnerability more than women? Um, I think so. I think so. As a man, it was really difficult for me to be vulnerable, and and I think you know, and that that trickles down to being transparent because when you're transparent, you have to be vulnerable. And I think for a man, a man wants to wants to be able to to know that if I. If I am, if I do give you that vulnerability, if I do give you that transparency, is it, are you still going to be the same? Are you still gonna? Are we still going to be able to progress the same? If I, as if you didn't know those things about me, and are we going to work through it, or or are you going to come back tomorrow or next week and say, that's why your ass can't get no job because <laughs> you because of, and and you like no, I told you that because we was trying to have a moment, but now right, you but know you so just ruin that whole you know moment. what. Never again. Yeah. We ain't ain't talking about it no more. So it's like, you know, as a man, it's like we want to know, you know, can I can I tell you this? You know, like that's good. You want the truth. You know, women always be be honest with me. Tell me the truth. Do you want the truth? Right. Are you able are you going to be able to handle the truth? Right. And can we still be who we are with the truth and continue to move forward with each other and progress? Where would you say that spirit spirituality comes in to vulnerability, you know, comes into even even with this, you know, what we're we're talking about, about being um, about knowing your your partner's financial personality Where Where do you say that that can be a factor? I think uh, spiritually, you have to, you know, you have to have done a have a you have to have a, done a deeper dive with yourself, spirit, understanding yourself, mm-hmm. you know, and, and having that relationship spiritually with God and being able to show, you know, exactly who you are and be comfortable with who you are. Mm-hmm. You know, you have to be able to be real with yourself first. And then because you then may not even feel like you have a financial problem exactly. or like you have, which goes back to issues that we have in our personalities just in general you know um people that aren't humble you know what i'm saying people that i know that i like i think you guys have heard me talk about this having a bad attitude you know um thinking that you know it we'll make ourselves feel like things are okay yeah you're right we'll we'll, we'll band-aid ourselves in a minute oh that that's all right you know i remember I i used to have a saying when i was when i was younger i think before me and mink even met you know my my financial personality was shopping as well and i didn't save anything because i didn't that's not what i learned you know we talked about that in the earlier podcast so i didn't save nothing i compensated for everything that i lacked growing up you know my mama didn't you know we weren't able, we weren't afforded to be able to buy the jays and be able to buy the, the you know the all of all of the you know we bargain shop so when i when i was able to you know make certain moves and i got i bought everything Everything that I could, everything that I couldn't buy, I bought it, and I would have a saying. Me and my homies, we would say, I would tell them, man, don't cheat yourself, treat yourself. <laughs> yes, oh my goodness, y'all used to say that when we got together too. Yeah, I, I would say that. We go in the mall, they'd be looking like, man, man, these, man, these two hundred, and they'd look at me, man, don't cheat yourself, treat yourself. Horrible, horrible. But but, but the thing about it though, it was a bad thing, but that's a part of. That's a part of your growth and that's a part of your life that I know some of those things that you know, you know, you look back and you're like, man, that wasn't so good. It was an experience and you had to experience that. You know what I'm saying? Because like even with me, you guys, like with some of the women that I that I that I talk to and that, you know, I um, have a relationship with with the coaching and things like that, that I help, you know, 
I'm always trying to get them to understand what deprivation leads to. You know what I'm saying? So just think about if you had deprived yourself because that was in you, it was going to come out of you in some form. You see what I'm saying? So it was good that it came out of you early in that form. Then coming down. I mean, you know, you could be, you know, it it could be so many other facets that you can have. Put that. Yes. Yes. Thank you for finishing that for me. But that's exactly what I was trying to say. So I think it's a it's a great thing. But that's a but that goes back to knowing yourself. That goes back to self-reflection. You know, we talk about mindset a lot. You know, it goes back to all of those things because, yeah, you did that. Give yourself grace. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know, we always ground things back into where our business previously was. You know, give yourself grace. You made you made those you made those mistakes, but actually those were like growing pains. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And when you think about it as a child, when you go to the doctor and you had those growing pains, you continually grow. You just don't stop growing. So it was painful in that moment. Right. But then you still are growing. You right. see what I'm saying? And just you said a key thing like give yourself grace because again, you know, I can't I can't talk about this enough because this is so this is so you know near and dear to me that as humans we expect we expect ourselves to know everything. Yeah, we do. You know what I'm saying? It's like we think that you know we can just we we figure things out on a whim and financial education is one of those things that we just figure out as people and we get it all wrong for years. Yeah. And unless yeah. we have a point of reflection to say you don't know how to do this. But but I think this. I think financial education is one thing and financial literacy is another thing. Right, because you financial literacy comes from financial education. Yeah. And and just like when you think about education as a whole, when you learning how to read literacy, the actual yeah. literacy aspect of it, it's foundational for your education as a whole. You can't right. even read a math problem, right, if you don't know how to read. Right. So, <laughs> you know so, ed- so education is the tool. Yeah. The literacy is the result. Exactly. That's so, good. So when That's you good. so when you make so when you so when you have reflected and and found out that I need to I need to have financial education so I can be financially literate. literate. And financial literate actually is the is the it is it equates to wealth. Exactly. That's just what it is. Exactly. You know, because when you're financial literate, the decisions that you make about your money are only going to be beneficial for your money. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? And and I don't mean for your money, I mean for y'all's money. Right. You know, and if you and if you are cuz we know we have single people that listen to this too and if you're single, you know, uh, you know they have people that desire to, to be married. So it's good in making these things foundational, grounding yourself in these things so that you can have the blueprint. Right. You see what I'm saying? Well, let's even go back go back even touch on what you said about about sing about being single you know to be to able to be an asset to your partner you being a single person you really are you have you are in a perfect position because if you're if you're practicing this now when you do find that person you are already ahead of the game right because for one to be anything to somebody else you got to be that for you first oh man that's if 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 we if we as people individually could get that right. to th- there, I think there would be more marriages that would be successful right. if we could just get that because that just goes back to even what we were saying about the financial personality. If you understand your finance, if you understand your weaknesses of your finances before you even get into a relationship, this conversation, because this is the thing. 
a good a good man or a good woman right that that they have everything else but the finances and the way they think about money is totally wrong if you think about it finances are the number one reason for divorce yeah. so you can go into a into a situation right because they like oh but they good but that's the only problem we have is money then that's a big problem right. you know what i'm saying so learning understanding that getting to know that being transparent and communicating communicating is the key you know communication it will take you so 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 far so taking that time to understand that and then you're able to migrate and maneuver through those situations and change those situations and go through the valleys and the hills to get to where you guys are trying to get to on one common ground right and don't and and don't expect don't expect each other to know how to do this on your own. If you're not, if you're not a, a financial advisor, if you're not, you know, if you have, if that's not your, if that's not your your thing, then understand that. Have that conversation and go get that education. Right. You know, seek I, help. Yeah, seek help. I had to tell myself. I said, Jay, how are you? And this was, this was me as a. Uh, I'm 32. This was in the last couple, the last couple of years. You know, I have been trying to figure out this whole, you know, savings thing, you know, how money goes to this place, where should I put it? You know, how I was trying to figure all that out over the And just years because you own. make a lot of money don't mean Just because mean, you make a lot yeah. of money don't mean anything. Because yes. if you if you don't know what to do with it, yep. then then it's like not having it. Yep. So I had to tell myself, I said, Jay, how are you going to develop uh how are you gonna how are you gonna be um develop this 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 nest egg and you and you were never educated on on saving. I think you told me you wrote that in your journal. Huh? I did. Yeah. I did. You were never you never were educated on saving. You didn't get it from your parents. You didn't go to school for it. You didn't take classes. So how so this everything that you that you've done so far has just been has just been on the job training. Yep. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. So But it goes back to again giving yourself that grace. Not giving yourself grace where you letting yourself off the hook and you just like being lazy and procrastinating. We not talking about that. We're talking about giving yourself grace but still doing the work. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like that's the difference because we'll give ourselves so many passes, and 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 that's the thing. When you give yourself passes, time passes, and time is something that you will never ever get back, get back. So make sure that you're giving yourself grace, but you're still holding yourself accountable exactly. because accountability is really what's going to take you to that next level. Hold yourself accountable, like you're going to hold that waitress accountable at the at the restaurant when they get your order wrong. Oh, oh, yeah, because it's because you know, you, you every every restaurant going, ain't have it your way. Because <laughs> you going in, you going in on them. You gonna send that food back. You want your, you want it free. You want all that. Yep. That's so the hold, truth. hold yourself accountable at the same way when you make your mistake. Yes, that's true. This was real. This was really good. I'm so like I am definitely. Y'all know I love these podcasts. I love On Your Keys. I love everything that we do to help you guys, helping families, helping you guys build strong businesses, you know, building strong foundations. We love this. You know, you know, you guys can email us at onyourkeys at gmail.com. Follow us on social media. Um, Mink Simone, Jay Godet underscore. And yeah. So we said all that. Uh huh. What's the key here? So the key here is when you're making long-term commitments with whomever, 
it may be to make sure that you take the first step in understanding and learning the financial personality of that person that you are making that commitment to because it's foundational in your financial plan. Boom. It's been real, y'all. Peace. And like we say, make every day a go day. A day for you to get up and go.